Hi there, I'm Helena Missy, and you're listening to Empty Spiral Podcast. Hi, this is Mike. This is Ross. And this is Matt, and welcome to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical community. It's episode 49, isn't it? Am I right? Yep. Bloody hell. Doesn't time fly when you're having fun? Wow. Mm-hmm. In the big five hour midlife crisis I know. coming. That's that. Tell me about it. I, I don't think I'll be the only one. 50 episodes. <laughs> how did we do it? Well, we haven't done it yet, but how will we do it? We, we Crazy. Even, we don't even know what we're going to do for it. We'll have to do a double episode or, or talk about cheese or something. I don't know. I'm just we'll have a there. quiz. We could have, we a, quiz have a quiz in celebration. There's always time for a quiz, isn't there? Anyway. So, how have you guys been? How you been, Russ? Yeah, good. Apart from the weather, just enjoying the uh, delights of the uh, the flooding down in Kent. And in saying that, I just noticed we haven't talked about the weather on the podcast for a few weeks now. Well, what's, what's, what's going on? There's a lot of it about. We're having a lot of weather at the moment, aren't we? It's we are. flooding in the UK. Yep. Um, I, I think it's basically turning into hoff in the US <laughs> uh, from, the, from the looks of things and from the number of posts I've seen on Facebook recently where everybody's posting white stuff. Oh God. And I saw a thing on the news today. The temperatures are like minus 40 degrees or something. That's just crazy. Yep. What is going on? Yeah, very cold. Anybody in the US, I do apologize for you. Well, I don't, it's not my fault, but you know, you have my sympathy, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, but it's not, I, I, I said to Mike earlier, actually, my um, my front garden is a bit of a quagmire. So my car is getting all covered in mud, which is it's not pleasing me. But that's as bad as, uh, as, bad as it gets for me. But you've had some flooding in, in Kent, have you, have you Russ? We have, yeah, so um, it's probably worse for me because I actually live right on the riverbank. But, um, yeah, the uh, the entirety of the town, which comprises a dual carriageway, was underwater. So the whole town centre was shut for a good five days. So it's, it's all happening down here, folks. Wow. <laughs> and it's still raining in Manchester, is it, Mike? Yeah, it's very grim up north. It's been raining for two days. <laughs> He's going to get used to that. Grim. grim up north. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have this stereotype about up north which is yep. for those of you who don't live in England is kind of north of Watford so basically where Mike <laughs> lives uh, <laughs> best tyre knocked in my uh, an extra knocked in the hunk of cheese and everything. And it, yeah. and it, apparently it's really grim because of the rain so yeah yeah two days solid now it's not good it's been washed away yet gonna have to build an arc I think it's... I think Russ has got first dibs on an arc from, from what you yeah, tell yeah arc would do yeah. Hey, I'd, I'd take an inflatable Lilo at the moment. You should buy one and just store it. What you should do is you should get yourself one of those dinghies and just ride down the high street. Just tie it to the ground so when the water comes, it'll just rise up. And if it's it gets to the point where you can climb out of your flat window, your your apartment or whatever they call them, in, straight into the dinghy, then you know it's got too high. That's straight it, downtown. You know. Yeah. yeah. Get, get a boom box, get a bit of slab, a bit of God hates us all, be well away. Yeah, absolutely. You should probably do that. So, oh, oh yeah, to what happened to me, actually, I forgot to mention this last week. So, you know that I've got the uh, picture disc of Unleashed Memories. Yeah, yep. yeah. So, I put it in one of those uh, amazing frame things, which are you show off picture discs. So, it was, you know, I think I might have pasted an Instagram picture about a year ago when I did it. So, it's just a, a frame where you put your picture disc in so you can see it and you can put it on the wall like a piece of art. So, I put it in there. And my daughter, God bless her, uh, was hanging up the uh, Christmas decorations over Christmas, you know, a bit of tinsel over the picture frames like we all do. And she knocked it on the floor and broke it. 
So as you can well imagine, I wasn't a happier bunny. All right. So I looked online to replace the frame and they had like a special deal. What uh, sort of three, you buy three and they're cheaper than buying one. So I bought three thinking that I've got other LC albums, LC albums that I could use. So I, I got, I got them last week and I've, I've now got unleashed memories, uh, picture this back in a frame on the wall. I got, I put Comalize in there cause you know, I bought that last year. So I'm a bit late to the party when it comes to buying the older vinyls. So I, I put that in there and that's now on the wall. And by the way, my wife is actually really happy about this. She's not, I've not got a problem with it because she says they're nice covers, so she's quite happy to go on the wall. And I'm like, well, there's a real danger that I could be turning this house into some kind of weird shrine to Lacuna Core with all these um, all these album covers. And I put Dark Adrenaline in, and I couldn't decide, maybe you can help me make a final decision, whether or not to have the, the Dark Adrenaline, you know, the bottles of Dark Adrenaline cover, or uh-huh. turn it inside out and have Marco's Screaming Girl cover, which is a bit more contentious, and you don't know how people are going to react to it, because it's a bit kind of raw and in your face. And I, I was in two minds about this. I'm still not 100% sure what I'm going to go with. What do you think? Oh, I would buy got... another copy and have both. Well, I've got another copy, but it means I need to buy more frames. Well, yeah, that's... I could do that, couldn't I? You've got yeah. the um, Darkest Adrenaline box set. You've got the Screaming Girl lithograph in that you could frame, which is the signed one. Yeah, could do that. Yeah. But uh, what, what would potentially look good is the, I haven't opened it, but in the, again, same box set, the Dark Adrenaline vinyl, and that's different. It's actually a spattered vinyl. That's right, yeah. I could put a, I, a black vinyl. Yeah, I could put that up as well. You see, so many options. I need to buy more um cases now, more frames, I should say. Because yeah, I bought, get another three. I, yeah, I bought three, obviously for Un- Unleashed Memories replacement, Comalize, and... Uh, dark adrenaline and then i realized as soon as i ordered them that of course i also have karma code and um shallow life to put in as well so that kind of threw me uh threw me and then i, I look because I, I store all my vinyls in a cupboard because i don't have a vinyl player at the moment i need to get one it's got my one broke and i realized i've actually got two copies of karma code one of them is is in pretty good condition well, i say pretty good condition they're both in pretty good condition one is just there signed and the other one, I can't remember why or how, but it's basically covered in messages. Not all of them, shall we say, <laughs> particularly PC. You, you can well imagine some of the stuff that Mackie would, would have put on the front of this. Yeah. So it's kind of covered in lacunical graffiti, one of them, uh, which I can't. I don't think I should be putting on my wall. It's then. a collector's item now. Well, it's quite specific, though, shall we say. You know, It's got my name <laughs> all over it and just messages and stuff and, you know stuff about licking heads and stuff you know things like that uh, so i'm not sure i want to be putting it on my wall but now i'm figuring now that I, I i've actually essentially got to find space for what six i guess realistically if i take everybody's advice and get another frame shallow live seven inch on the wall as well yeah yeah and you could have the medical kit in the middle with the other stuff oh, surrounding it's, it. It's getting a bit stalker, oh, not stalker, but it's getting a bit kind of <laughs> bit, shrine, bit shrine light now, isn't it? Like what? the uh, the lords, the, the uh, Saint Lords of the Lacuna Coil world. Yes, I'm not quite sure I want to go to that level, to be honest. No. Although the wife did suggest that I um I put them up in because we've got a stairwell, and I've got my the first poster I got, which was given to me. Uh, many years ago when they first played at Ozfest and it was um, sent over by uh, a friend in the US at the time and they, they put messages. It's, again, it's the first time they kind of personalised the poster for me and sent me this stuff and lots of 
stuff in there, including Matt, keep it up. And I was like, good advice. Thanks for that. Um, <laughs> I assume that they were referring to my efforts on Empty Spiral, but you never know these people. So, that, you know, that's at the top of my stairs. And that's pretty much the only Lacuna Core poster I have up in the house. So until I, I've bought these extra frames and now need to find homes for them, what I had up around my house, just in case anybody thought otherwise, was the Unleashed Memories picture disc this particular poster and i don't know if you guys remember but many years ago i think it was just after the the flooding in new orleans yeah Uh there was i think it was that there was a auction for a lacuna called drumhead do you remember that yeah yeah and i i pledged and i i got the drumhead so i've got this massive drumhead with like it's essentially the EP's flower and lacuna curl on it, and it's it's you can just about see it's been. I took it and signed it. You probably remember me taking it actually, guys. It was a big thing. I took it with me to a show once. Yeah. So that was hanging on my wall as well. But I've taken that down, and I need to find a new home for that because I quite like the the smaller, not quite so scary and imposing comanize frame. So yeah, that was. Anyway, that's where I am at the moment. Not that anybody gives a shit by now. I'm sure you've all fallen asleep, but. <laughs> but so I now have these things that I need to hang up on my wall. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Oh, 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 what else have I got to say? Oh, yes. So I mentioned last week about 119 being Lacuna Core Day. Uh, and I, I said that I'd send something out to people that share the best stories or post the best pictures or whatever. Uh, while I was also clearing out my cupboard, I also found a box full of posters, signed posters, uh, recent Dark Adrenaline promo posters. So I think I need to send some of those out as well. So there you go. If you don't... if you don't feel that you're already incentivized to to post some stuff about your celebrations on Lacuna Corday, then you could also get a poster. There we go. How's that? I mean, that's enough incentive, isn't it? So go on, do it, people. Post some pictures. Tell us what you think. Uh, you know, invite your friends around for a listening or whatever. Um, and uh, bake some LC-shaped cakes. Whatever it is you think appropriate for Lacuna Corday. And uh, the ones we like the best, we'll, we'll send some posters out to people. And they're nice posters as well, and they're signed as well, so they're pretty, pretty cool things to own. Uh, collages would be good. Indeed, yes, we like those. Well, anything really. I will leave it to people's imaginations. I'm still thinking, like I said last week, that we should have some lacuna coil origami without glue, Russ, just in case. <laughs> or cardboard. Or, ca- or cardboard. <laughs> I did have spit. a go. We use spit. <laughs> I I did have a go at making my own ninja stars, but they didn't fly very well. Is a paper aeroplane construed as origami? I, I, think, I, I think it is, but yeah, that's not really is. what we're looking for. I don't think it's <laughs> a bit simple. Anyway, in terms of news this week, uh, I posted it on uh, ES this week. Now, uh, as a couple of photographers, Paul Miles and uh, Jason Abrocka, who are bringing out a book later on this year called Before I Hit the Stage, Backstage Rock and Roll Moments in New York City 2013. And it's essentially, it's a rock photography album. I'm guessing like a coffee table type book uh, full of candid and uh, essentially lots of shots of bands from dressing rooms and hallways and basically backstage before gigs. And it's kind of shows what the lifestyle is like backstage and what preparations various um, bands go through. And it's notable because Lacuna Cola in, included in there. Obviously, I've not seen it. I don't know how many pictures are in there of the band. But it, uh, for those of you who've, uh, well, those of us, I should say, that have not seen 
the preparations that the various bands get up to uh, before going on stage, then it's probably um, probably worth at least a look. I'm not sure when it's coming out though. Uh, it just says that it's uh, it's coming out later on this year, and obviously the more inf- when I get more information, I'll, I'll post it. But if you go to uh, paul-miles.com forward slash before I, I hit the stage one word you can see that the website that they're producing for that and as I say look in a quarter included so I'd be interested to see what what um, that they have to show us this week then we have an interviewee don't we yep yep so uh, this week we are interviewing uh, Helena uh, who lives in London uh, talking about how she was inspired to become a singer um, because of our love for Lacuna Coil. So um, without further ado, let's listen to Helena. Joining us on the podcast today is Helena from London. Hello, Helena. How are you doing? Hi there. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm not bad, thank you very much. I've heard some bad news from from Mike, who tells me that he's basically going to be like Noah in an ark soon because of the yes. weather in in Manchester. Oh God, I hope not. I hope but not. He's a good guy. He doesn't yeah, deserve that. That's a bit true. grim up north. It's a bit. It's always grim up north, Mike. You know. Yes. That. <laughs> <laughs> we're lucky in London. I think we're going to miss the worst part, so we're we're okay. So fingers crossed and all that. Yeah, fingers crossed. So for how, everybody. <laughs> how are you anyway? Are you good? I'm really good, relaxing today, doing some uh, some work at home. Okay. And that's it, relaxing with movies and stuff. Sounds perfect. What a great way to spend a Sunday. Right, okay. So, uh, as as you probably know, what we do is we get fellow coilers on the podcast and we ask them a few questions about Lacuna Coil and their experiences and stuff and just just that really so my first question then to you is how did you discover how did you get into Lacuna Coil? First of all thank you very much for having me it's a pleasure to talk about my favorite band Um, I got into Lacuna Coil when I was about 13 Uh, what happened is I was talking to a friend of mine on I don't know if you know it MIRC it's uh, equivalent to Facebook Nowadays, uh-huh. yes, I'm old. <laughs> and um, I was talking to this uh, friend of mine, and um, he proposed Lacuna Coil to listen. As it was a new thing back then. So he told me, you have to listen to this band. You're going to love them, blah, blah, blah. So I took the chance. I, um, I think the first song I heard from Lacuna Coil was uh, Circle from Inner Reverie. Okay. I was so into them from the very first note. That was it for me. They became my favorite band ever. <laughs> <laughs> That's always good to hear. Just out of interest, you, um, your friend proposed Lacuna Coil to you, as you say, over uh, on IRC. What sort of bands were you into prior to Lacuna Coil? I mean, did that, was it a natural, you know, trans, uh, what's the word, a uh, uh, transition for you? Or was that, you know, were you into a different kind of music? So what were you into no, before Lacuna was... I was listening to to lots of metal metal bands, uh, but most of them were actually all of them were male fronted. Okay. Uh, bands, so I I just wanted to listen to something different with female vocals. So the first female fronted band I I listened to was Lacuna Coil. Well, that's a good place to start, if you ask me. 
Oh, amazing. Uh, uh, <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, it was I'm a, life-changing I'm a little bit for biased. me, at least. Yeah, I can well imagine. It was for me as well, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. So have you seen the band live at all? I did. I've, um, I watched them live uh, three or four times, something like that. I think four times so far. Excellent. Once was in Greece and then uh, two times here in London and once in Austin, Texas, where uh, they played at South by Southwest, where I played as well with uh, Stereo Mike, my producer. He's a rapper, well-known rapper in Greece. So we played there, they were playing there and it was fantastic. It was great. Which was your first show? Can you remember? The first show was uh, the one in Greece. Mm-hmm. I think it was in 2003, oh, wow. if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was in 2003. Oh, wow. I was still, yeah, I was, or 2002. I was still at school. I remember that. And uh, left from my small hometown with my girls and went to Thessaloniki to see the show. Mm-hmm. They were playing with uh, Tiamat wow. or Tiamat. Tiamat. Uh, Tiamat, yeah. yeah. Tiamat, yeah. Uh, they were opening the show for Tiamat. Gosh. Yeah, it was oh. a great night. It was the first <laughs> time I saw them, yeah. So they must have been playing things like, as you say, Circle and Songs of Finna Reverie and EP kind of music. Yeah, the... and from Comalize as well. All I right, think it okay. was 2003. Yeah, they played Comalize as well. Oh, right. Okay. So they'll come alive and unleash memories. And, and oh, 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 wow. Okay. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm jealous already. <laughs> Excellent. When was the first time you saw them? I also saw them in 2003, late 2003 uh, Hammersmith. No, it wasn't Hammersmith. Well, it was at the Astoria in London. That's right. Yeah, my, my show as well. That was, yes. Bizarrely and ironically, it was the same show as Mike. Yes. When, when they were supporting wow. uh, Poison Black and... Uh-huh. Yeah. In flames, I think we're on the bill. And moon spell, we're yeah. in flames on. No, it was poison black and. Uh, uh, yeah, moon spell. Moon, moon, that wasn't moon spell. Oh, we're getting confused now. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> moon spell. It was I don't know. Oh, Hammered was... at Christmas, wasn't it? it was yeah, cold. it was the first one. They did one a, a year later with in flames yeah. and. And, yeah. It was many, many years ago, guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> many years ago. You put, me, you, put the, you put me on the spot then. I was like, oh, God, when was it? Oh, it was then. Yeah. Unfortunately, they've torn down the Astoria, which I'm, I'm it's just a very sad moment for me because it's, mm. it's a great, was a great venue in central London. But yeah. I it was, it, that, really? Yeah, yeah. They, they've they, they tore down the Astoria and the mean fiddler beneath it uh, oh. for the Crossrail link. Oh. Yeah, I know. Here we go. Very sad because I've seen some great bands there as well. So, and it was that was that was where I I burst my lacuna core cherry. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh gosh, well, that was a great night as well. But anyway, enough about me. <laughs> so you've seen them a few times since then. Yes, I saw them in London um, last year or two years ago. Don't remember. I lost count. And um, yeah, I think it was two years ago. And then I saw them last year in Austin. Mm-hmm. And then after that, a few months ago in November, I saw them in Compton. Oh, wow. We were there with, as well. With, yeah, with Paradise Lost and Catatonia. Oh, wow. Gosh, we were at the same place. We should have yeah. waved. I had no idea. I Yeah, I know. I know. I met so many people from the Lacuna Coal community there. Oh, wow. Gosh. Yeah, probably, next time. Probably, next, yeah, time. Ne- ne- next time we'll go for a beer. We absolutely go of for a beer. Of course we are. Of we, course we are. <laughs> we, we, we can do beer, can't we, Mike? We like that. Yeah, of course. Yeah, excellent. 
Oh well, we we definitely need to um, meet up with you next time. They they play in London, definitely. I I certainly look forward to that. Definitely, definitely, we're gonna do that. Yeah. Right. Okay. There we go. We've got that one down. There's a list of things to do. <laughs> <laughs> things to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, have you met the band themselves? I did. Um, not the whole band. I met Christina for a bit, for a few minutes actually, in Austin, Texas. Um, they were playing a Dirty Dog in South by Southwest, and I remember I went, I was in the first row, of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know you guys can feel me. I, was in, I, I really needed to be in the first row that night. Uh, it was pretty awesome. I remember Christina, she, she walked on the stage and she shook my hand before the gig started. It was wow. amazing. That's the cool. gig was amazing. And then I guess because, uh, you know, I knew all the songs, I was dancing, I was jumping around and stuff. She came after the show and shook my hand again. She told me, thank you so much. And I was like, what do you mean? Thank you so much. I thank you so much because you've given me so much so far mm-hmm. because uh, they mean a lot to me. So, yeah, we chatted a bit. We chatted a bit. And... And I'm talking uh, with Mouse a bit on Facebook as well, but I don't know them personally, you know, very well. Mm-hmm. well but I owe them a gift. I owe them a gift. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I told them I'll give you, because I didn't have anything with me, you know, I should have something to give them. I I think we all go, well, I say we all go through it. I'm still in that place where you, you, mm-hmm. you do feel every time you meet them that you want to give them something, you owe them something. I, I know I say that to them a lot. They're probably bored of hearing it from me because of how, <laughs> how they've inspired us over the years. to do Exactly. Exactly. That's the thing. They are, when someone is, even if he doesn't know you, when he means a lot to you and he's a big part of your life, you need that you have to give something back. It's yeah. totally logical, you know. Oh no, absolutely, completely agree, completely agree. Now you're a you're a singer yourself, aren't you? Is that right? I am a singer songwriter, and it started this this dream started because of Lacuna Coil actually, and oh, that's, wow. that's that's amazing. yeah, that's why I owe them. So I feel like I owe them so much because um, I was really into music since I was a kid, but but when I listened to Lacuna Coil, I just started dreaming you know what I mean mm-hmm. I I could dream myself being on the stage which I didn't do before listening to them so so that's how it started actually and and so far it's going really well I'm really glad to be here in the UK I'm I'm having my I have my own band now and we're playing a few shows in in 2014 I really hope to see you there, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what's the name of your band? It's it's Helena Macy because it's a solo project. So, okay. yeah, I write the the songs and the lyrics and all the stuff, and I formed the band. I didn't want to have like session players, you know, because I've always wanted to be in a band and to feel like my band is my family. Of course. Yeah. But it started like a solo as a solo project. So wow. it's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're playing on the 7th of February at Surya in King's Cross. Mike is coming, so I hope to see you, Matt, as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, yeah. Mike, you didn't tell me. Right. No, <laughs> <laughs> You'll tell him up later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, feel, I feel like I've been told now, so I, I will have to be there. 
That sounds like it's a weekend. Is that Friday or a Saturday? I think that is, isn't it? Something like I that. think it's Friday. I think it's Friday. Oh, that's definitely doable. That's definitely yeah. doable. What we yeah. need to do is we'll need to we need to put a link up to your, your page uh, in the podcast notes so that everybody can check out your music, of course. Yeah, of course. I'll send you I'll send you the links and everything. Excellent. Yeah, we'll definitely do that. Perfect. Wow. Brilliant. Wow, I'm 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 all stoked now. That's really exciting. So Lacuna Call <laughs> inspired you. And you, you started your own solo project and you've got a band and now you're playing gigs and touring. Yeah. Wow. I'm not touring. I'm not touring. I'm still playing in London, but I hope, I really hope that I'll tour um, really soon. I really want to go, you know, to play all over the world. That's that's one of my dreams to to see everything, do everything, you know. <laughs> I can well imagine. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm really hungry. <laughs> <laughs> well... Uh, hopefully people will hear this and hopefully we'll, people will check you out and uh, we can maybe in some way, shape or form influence you to, you know, be able to get out there and do it on the touring and see all those amazing places that all those other bands get the chance to see. So good luck with that. I really Thank hope you. it worked out for you. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> and and uh, you'll be there in the crowd. Yeah. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> 7th of February, right, I'm going to put that in my diary and, we'll, and, yes. I'll, and I'll come along. Send me the information afterwards and we'll, I will. we'll definitely catch I'll up on the way up here. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so, bringing this back to Lacuna Court for a moment then. Um, you say, obviously, the band have inspired you and it's way back in 2002, 2003. So, what would you say your favourite album and or song from the band is? This is so hard. This is such a difficult question. You know why? Because they have so many albums out. I don't know. Um, oh, God. Well, I think I'll go with the obvious. My favorite song, one of my favorite songs is um, Heaven's a Lie. And actually, we're doing a cover with my band. We're doing a cover of Heaven's a Lie. Oh, brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but the album Dark Adrenaline is a fantastic album. Mm. Uh, it's it's amazing. Comalize uh, is amazing as well. In a Reverie is a classic. I don't know. I really don't know. It's it's really <laughs> hard to choose. Seriously, seriously. So it's a tricky question that one, isn't it? I don't, I, it is. <laughs> I, don't, I cannot choose. Don't make me do that. <laughs> I know people put me on the spot as well, and I'm like, um, um, well, today <laughs> it's this, but tomorrow it could be that. I think one of the great things about Lacuna Coil is that uh, they their music is so diverse that you can have a different song, a different favourite song, depending on your mood. You know, there's, and exactly. there's, I, I genuinely believe that there is a, a song in there off their album for everyone, off their albums, I should say. You know, there's someone will find a song of of theirs that they will love because they're so different and diverse. I love that about them. Totally agree. And they evolved, you know, so much over the years. You can see, it's it's amazing to see, to be part of this journey for that, so many years. Amazing. Absolutely. And I, I, I do say, and I've said it a few times in reviews of albums in the past, that they do take us on a journey. And sometimes it's a journey that is quite surprising. They evolve all the time through the music. And some people who possibly want them as a band to remain quite static in their music you know don't necessarily uh accept the way that they've changed over the years but i think it is a journey and i i but, I, I feel privileged that we're taking on that journey with them i think that's a really important exactly thing. and you know what people change 
everybody is changing. You cannot just be the same person in for 10 years. It's it's abnormal, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, of course, their sound has to change as well. And it's not like, it's not that they used to play like, I don't know, pop and suddenly they play black metal. So the difference is not that huge. It's just that the, the essence is there, just that they evolved. That's it. Absolutely. That's, that's what I get, at least, yeah. I think we are all waiting for the hip hop album, though. <laughs> <laughs> one day, one day. The new one is going to be a hip hop album. That's what we're hoping for. <laughs> bit of drum and bass, bit of hip hop, you know. I really you hope know, not. Dubstep. <laughs> well, you know. I really hope not. <laughs> well, none of us know right now, but we'll see what happens. That could be our little secret. We know this now that that's what it's going to be. We won't tell anybody. Oh God. <laughs> I'm really curious to listen to this one. <laughs> yeah, I think I think we all are. Uh, but to put any anybody's concerns to bed, um, I've not heard any to suggest that this will be a hip hop album. So you can start <laughs> r- ranting now. I'm expecting Facebook to come spring alive with all the concerns. Uh, it won't. Um, I, I sh- unless of course I turn around and, and do it, and that'd be really funny. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> so final question for you then. Yeah. Um. What does being a Lacuna Core fan mean to you? Oh, God, this is a hard question as well. Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's easy to explain it with words because it's a feeling. Um, it's They're part of my life, you know. They, they have been a part of my life since I was 13, so I grew up with them. Um, I really feel connected with this band. Mm-hmm. If you know what I mean, even if they don't know don't know me of or if I don't know them personally, I feel like there is a, this this connection. And um, I really I really don't know what to say. It's it's a really really strong feeling. I I, th- I, think I, said, I have. I think you said it very well. It yeah, I, I feel like they are my family as well. You know. Mm-hmm. Because because everything I went through in adolescence or uh, when I was growing up and stuff, uh, I've been through it all with their music. Right. So it's something something really really personal. I don't know how to to explain. No, I, th- I think you've explained it perfectly. I I, I think that I find with Lacuna Coil is that uh, even if you don't know them personally, they they allow you to to get to know them personally through their music, you know, the, the music feels very personal to them. And therefore if it feels personal to you, then you've got that connection with them. And I think that's really important. Exactly. And that's what music does, isn't it? Yeah. It connects people. It connects people to another level. It's not um, easy to, to, um, how can I say this? To, to explain and to understand why, you cannot understand why you you really feel this connection, but I I have so many memories, as well. You know, I was listening to Lacuna Coil music. I was studying at the same time. I remember things, as well, when I listen to to their old older albums now. Mm-hmm. So it's something really really strong, something really strong. <laughs> Excellent. Well, that's really really cool. Thank you very much. Thank you very much for sharing that with us. I, I, it's, that's really nice of you to do so. 
Thank you guys for having me. It, it was great talking with you too. It's absolutely our pleasure. Yeah. Now, uh, before we go, is there anything else you'd like to add? I don't know. Stay metal. Stay <laughs> metal is pretty cool. Even if, if, even if I'm not that metal anymore, I play R&B, but stay metal <laughs> in your heart. I, I think that's the way it should be. Absolutely. And exactly. Well, there we go. Message for the day. Stay metal, everybody. That's, that's what we're saying. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Helena. Thank really you, thank you. It. It's and, been a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'll speak to you very soon and see you on the 7th. See you on the 7th. Yes, <laughs> perfect. <Brilliant>. Cheers. <laughs>
think he's touched upon quite a lot of what they were going to say. Also, I just think the the opening bit sets the sets the mood and the tone of the song very well with the kind of almost like uh, angely type sounds, if that's what you want to call it, going in in the start. And I think that the way that Kusuma just speaks um, to the opening parts of the song also works very well. It's it's quite unique in a song on the album that it's much different than anything else that we've heard so far before. Andrea's growling, perfect for it. It it bounces really well with the with the emotion of the song. And I also that was one thing that I wrote down in my notes because the same same thing Russ has just mentioned the the bitter blood of a children's cry inside the trees far from the stars. I think it's it's amazing lyric lyrically and I think the song works really well I think that it's got the message of almost like religion and hate and war and that kind of uh, message across that it's uh, a very dark dark subject and um, I don't know what else to say I, I absolutely love it I'd also say this is possibly the pinnacle's angriest song. I could be yeah, wrong. Yeah, yeah. It is a very angry song, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, well, I think you guys have covered it perfectly. Uh, and I'm just looking at my own notes here. First thing I put was this has got to be one of the most original Lacuna Core songs I'd ever, I've ever heard, which is you know, something you've already mentioned. And it absolutely stands out on Coma Lights as being so very different from everything else. Uh, I, I love the music. I think it, it's simple, but also very effective. And you talk about speaking the first part from Christina uh, and then the screaming and the growling from Andrea. I, I actually see this. It's got kind of free vocal lines on it for me. Um, it's not obvious if you if you would, didn't know Lacuna Coil. It, it's not necessarily obvious that there's only two singers. You might think that there's two female singers and a male singer here, given that Christina's talking through the first part. And then you get the scream from Andrea and then Christina comes in singing or another female voice comes in singing. And I love that. It was a really, really good effect. And it's it's one of the ways in which I I see Angel's Punishment as so clever and so standout. The screaming from Andrea has this awful, angry desperation about it. Uh, and I really like the way that they've included the kind of the mixing of the dispatch radio, whether it's from police dispatch or whether it's from emergency services or even they talk about special forces or whatever it is. It doesn't really come across as kind of a media. It comes across as literally people talking on, on, on a dispatch radio, you know, like they, like they would do if, um, if they're sending out police officers to a scene of a crime or something or, or special forces out somewhere. And I really like that. It really blends in. It really emphasizes the point of the song. Uh, of course, it goes without saying that it, it is or it's easy to interpret as a statement about war. Um, I'm, I'm very, with the danger of overthinking this, I'm always very cautious about that, though, uh, in that war makes a perfect metaphor for pretty much anything, really. And given what we've seen so far and what we've heard so far on the rest of the album, they could easily use war as a metaphor for the destruction or breakdown in a relationship. Um, it, maybe that's just a bit cliched on my part of thinking that. Uh, but easily, it could be. However, I kind of take the view that it's an anti-war song. And you're absolutely right. He's so angry. Uh, I, I see this as... This this is just a song so potent. It's powerful. It's relentless. And it's unforgiving. It just goes on. And it kind of... 
it's 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 simple it doesn't really progress as a song if you think about it it just comes back and repeats that message at you i'd love to know what was going through their minds when they constructed this song both the way they constructed it and the um and the lyrics to it and the way that they they bring those things together it's a, it's a great song it's a great song i guess picking up on your point russ about the title it's really interesting angel's punishment and i wonder if it's a reference to the angel of death you know to michael or samuel depending on your point of reference or bringing well bringing death to those people whose time has come to an end you know if you if you if you're religious and you follow the scriptures i wonder if it's that you know if actually um war is is angel's punishment I don't know. I, I, I don't want to overthink it, but it's a fascinating title, and it's, it comes out of completely out of left field. That title for me, but really, like a lot of the titles of Lacuna Core songs, the title adds so much more. They could have just called it War Destruction, or they could have called it just, as you say, I don't know the Bitter Blood or something like that. But they they don't. They pluck out a title totally out of left field, and that just adds another dimension to it. You guys have both quoted my favourite line from the song as well. Uh, and I agree with you, Russ. It's got so many... It's a simple song. There aren't that many complex lyrics in it. But what lyrics there are that really, really add a lot of depth to it. Dark Paradise, Collecting Souls to Analyse. Love that. Fantastic. That's the sort of stanza that makes me think of... It, it relates back to the title of Angel's Punishment. Because you think Dark Paradise, you think, okay, Collecting Souls. You think it makes you think of hell. Mm. So you think Angel's Punishment, is it an angel that's then been sent into hell? Which then gives you the flip side of... Well, you view it as an anti-war song, but... Is it also you can also view it as a you know a song that's not anti heaven but leaning towards hell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, would you give it in terms of score then, Russ? Nine out of ten for me. Okay, good score, Mike. Perfect ten, and I think we need to play it live more often than we, we do. They haven't played it live for a long time, have they? No, no. Um, I've I put eight out of ten in my notes here, but the more I think about it, the more I think this is worthy of a nine out of ten. So I'm going to go with Russ and I'm going to give this a nine out of ten. So there you go. Good score around Frangel's Punishment and well deserved. Yeah. A, a truly unique track as far as I'm concerned from Lacuna Core there. And uh, as you say, I wish they play it live more often. Well, there we go. I think that brings us to a close this week on the Empty Sparrow podcast. Uh, I completely forgot to do this last week. Uh, I suspect most of you that are listening know this by now. But if you want to get in contact with us or want to find out more about the Empty Sparrow podcast, you can do so, obviously, at emptyspiral.net, uh, which is www.emptyspiral.net forward slash emptyspiral-podcast. That's the full URL, but you can click the link on the front page. You can also listen to us uh, from the front page or from the podcast page as well as via subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher Radio Network. Um, the great thing about subscribing there is that um, it automatically will download to your mobile device or onto your computer when we post them, so it's worth doing. Uh, and, of course, if you like what you're hearing, or even if you don't, feel free to throw a review our way on either of the two networks. It, it does help us. It keeps us coming back. Uh, it's always nice to find out what people think of the podcast. If you want to contact us directly, then you can easily do so 
uh, via our email, which is podcast at emptyspiral.net. Or, of course, you can leave comments on the front page of ES or via our Facebook page, which is www.facebook.com forward slash emptyspiral.net or on Twitter, which is at emptyspiralnet. We're also on Tumblr, which is uh, emptyspiralnet.tumblr.com. And we look forward to hearing you. So there we go. I'm off to finish uh, The Last of Us for the second time through. Or is it the third time? I lose track. What are you guys up to? Um, just a nice relaxing evening. Fair enough. Not much. <laughs> Russ, you um, bailing out the people from downstairs? Me? No, I think I might join Mike, not uh, collectively in the same place, but doing the same thing in a different part of the world. Fair enough then. All right, well, we all hope you have a great week and you don't get rained out or, sn- rained out or snowed out. And we'll speak to you next week. Thanks a lot for listening, guys. Cheers, everyone. See you later.